It's a huge offseason for the Raiders, and we'll keep you up to date on everything you need to know. This is Raider Nation Radio, KRLB AM Las Vegas. Broadcasting live from the R&R studios in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. What up, what up, what up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Wednesday. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Uh, lots of news. It just continues to flow uh, in the NFL and with the Raiders and, and, and everybody else uh, as teams, I don't want to say scramble, um, but as teams uh, start making official plans uh, with the new salary cap uh, in place at $182.5 million. The NFL made that official yesterday, remember, and I keep reminding people, that $182.5 million represents a good portion of money <clears throat> that players are borrowing against future caps. Remember, salary caps are all predicated on 48% of league revenue divided by 32 teams. So you take what money was generated uh, from 2020, okay, and you... Uh, add up every cent of revenue that is made uh, by the NFL, ticket sales, merchandise, um, TV rights, all of that <clears throat> gets thrown into a big pot. It all gets counted up. And of that 100% um, number that represents, you know, league revenue uh, for that season, you take 48% as agreed upon between the Players Association and the owners, 48% of that total now shifts over to possession of the players, essentially. Uh, and that total, that 48%, you divide it by 32, and that's how each team's salary cap uh, is decided. Um, and so looking at that, you'd think, okay, uh, the league made uh, you know, 48% of league revenue from 2020 uh, is represented by 182 times 182 times uh, times 32, but that's not really the case uh, because of COVID-19 uh, cutting into league revenues when you're talking about attendance and, and a lot of all, all, a whole bunch of other things that COVID-19 uh, affected. <clears throat> that $182 million, if you were just to base it, the salary caps just strictly on revenue, you'd probably be talking about $160 million uh, for each team, uh, maybe even less. Uh, in, in talking to some people. Uh, and, and so if, if it was just based on revenue, we'd be looking at $160 million uh, salary cap for each team. Uh, and that would have meant a $38 million shortfall from last year or drop from last year's salary cap of $198 million. Um, <clears throat> the players, and you know you can completely understand this, as they were um, you know, thinking about things moving forward, you know, talked to the NFL and said, look, we can't take that big of a drop in salary from one year to the next. You can't drop salaries across the league by $38 million by, per, per each team. Um, and so what they said was, let's, you know, is there, is there a way that we can smooth the big, huge hit of 2020 due to COVID-19 over, you know, X amount of years? Um, and the NFL agreed and said, yeah, but, you know, obviously... 
it, to do that, you're going to have to borrow against. There's no loan going on here necessarily. It's not a. Uh, I mean, I guess it is kind of a loan, but the, but it's not a. It's not a. You, you don't have to pay it back type of a loan. I should say, uh, this is a real loan, and and so what what the players borrowed to get this up from let's say 160 to 182 million dollars is money that they're going to eventually have to pay back. So, um, but that's a problem for another day as we sit here today. Um, the salary cap is $182 million. And in the Raiders' case, that's not, you know, it is $16 million or so, less than it was last year, uh, but it's not a, a horrible figure. Um, it's something that the Raiders are actually in, in, in fairly good uh, position right now. Um, you, you know, as it relates and relative to... Uh, their colleagues around the league. I, I think I, I looked at it, the last time I looked at it, they're about seventh or so uh, in salary cap space uh, because, oh, another thing, uh, not everything is quite what it seems. So when you when you hear $182.5 million is the salary cap, uh, that's, you have to read the fi fine print because for the Raiders, money that they, um, that's considered rollover money from from last year, money that they didn't necessarily spend under the cap or over the or, or at the cap or or under the cap last year, gets rolled over. So um, it's like it, it, back in the day, you know, uh, if you don't use it, you lose it type of a thing. Well, not anymore. If you don't spend one hundred and eight ninety eight million dollars, uh, if you don't spend exactly one hundred ninety eight million dollars uh, in 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 cap space money. Um, from you know, and they obviously didn't last year. Then whatever you didn't under that rolls over to the next season. So in that way, it actually helped uh, that the Raiders, you know, uh, had a rollover effect, and that adjusted their cap. So rather than 182 million dollars, uh, they actually can spend 190 million dollars. Now, having said that, they spent a good portion of that 198 mil 190 million dollars. Uh, as we speak, based on what they're committed to um, next year. Um, however, uh, due to some moves, you know, they, they traded Trent Brown, they've released Richie Incognito, uh, they've released LaMarcus Joyner, they've released uh, Terrell Williams, um, uh, as a, and they're, it looks like they're going to release uh, Gabe Jackson. That hasn't officially happened yet, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it looks like it's headed in that direction. One way or another, they'll either release him, trade him, or you know, renegotiate his contract. But if they release him or trade him, then they'll get about $9.7 million, um, you know, uh, uh, of, of, of salary cap relief. But if you add, uh, if you add, uh, you know, Gabe Jackson's contract uh, to the overall figure, um, then the Raiders are sitting at about $33 million in cap space, along with, you know, the release of Terrell Williams, along with, um, you know, trading Trent Brown, along with Richie Incognito and LaMarcus Joyner. Uh, it adds up to about $33 million um, in, in cap space, which puts them, you know, in the thick of things. Uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm calling it up right here. Um, the Raiders are sixth with $33.7 uh, million in cap space. And that's through uh, Spot Track, um, which is uh, what I, I like over the cap as well, so nothing against uh, my friends over there. Uh, but I usually go to Spot Track for these type of things. Uh, the Raiders right now, um, their total cap, uh, and that includes every player that's on their roster right now. And it's not just 53 players. 
you know, because you have uh, practice squad players, you have, um, you know, players that have been signed to reserve contracts. Uh, at this time of year, I think you could carry, I want to say 80 players, I think it is, um, somewhere around there. And, and so, you know, uh, those are players that you're going to bring to training camp, you're going to bring to, um, you know, OTAs and things like that. Then you got to account for your draft picks and, and you know, the, the, the players that you sign uh, as under, or as undrafted free agents. Uh, but anyway... Um, if you were to look at all the, everyone that is on the Raiders under the Raiders control right now, uh, they're at one hundred and fifty eight million dollars, one hundred and fifty eight point four point about five million dollars. Uh, so if you if you go by that number, um, they're at thirty one point seven million dollars. If you go by, um, you know, their top fifty one players that they uh, that they are obligated to right now. Uh, it's 134 million dollars. Uh, where are we here? Um, it would actually be 33.7 million dollars. Anyway, long story short, uh, they're in good shape. They're uh, they're at sixth. I expect that to grow. Uh, keep in mind, Marcus Mariota. One way or another, you have to figure um, is he is is either going to get traded or released. So that's another 10.7 million dollars. Uh, that they would be able to create under the salary cap that would put them, um, you know, $43 million. Uh, we'll see what happens with Carl Nassib. Uh, we'll see what happens with Jeff Heath. We'll see what happen with, happens with uh, Jalen Richard. Uh, but if you, if you uh, start, you know, making some moves in, in that regard, uh, all of a sudden 43 can get up to 50 pretty quickly. Um, so we'll keep an eye on things for these, for these next few days because, uh, you know, it's only going to strengthen uh, the Raiders' buying power uh, going into free agency. And we know that there's, there's uh, you know, um, areas that they need to fill. There's positions that they need to fill, whether you're talking about free safety, defensive line, um, you know, uh, re-signing Nelson Aguilar. Uh, they got to replace Trent Brown at right tackle. They may have to replace Gabe Jackson at right guard. Um, you know, so, so the laundry list of things to do is, is fairly extensive, uh, but I also think the Raiders have done a, a, a good job of drafting. Um, and, if you, and if you believe in Damon Arnett and Trayvon Mullen and Clee Farrell uh, and, and, and Jonathan Abram coming back uh, better, um, you know, and, and last year's free agency, if you believe that Corey Littleton uh, can flourish uh, or be more of the player that he was with the Rams and toward the end of the year with the Raiders rather than who he was for most of 2020, um, you're, you should be in pretty decent shape there. I think Nick Kwiatkowski is a keeper. Um, we'll see what happens with Nicholas Morrow. I thought he had a breakthrough year uh, last year. I don't think he's going to break the bank, uh, you know, uh, necessarily. So he's a candidate to come back. Um, and I think, you know, between the foundation that they're setting, the new coaching staff that they have, uh, and what they're going to do in the draft and in free agency, I think this defense, you know, has a chance to do pretty well uh, next year. Now, having said that, they have to prioritize uh, in free agency. And I think, um, you know, 1A, 1B is that free safety spot uh, and defensive line. And, you know, there's, there's definitely uh, players out there uh, that fit uh, the bill uh, of what they're looking for. And, um, you know, and it's being added to right now. I just saw that Riley Reef, uh, the, the tackle from the Minnesota Vikings, um, who graded out pretty well uh, this year, um, he just got released by the Vikings, who are over the salary cap. Uh, you're, you're keep an eye on that. The Rams, I think, are thirty million dollars under the sal or over the salary cap right now. Um, so they've got a uh, a bunch of hard decisions to make. And I know their general manager, Les Snead, uh, was talking today about 
you know, doing a bunch of restructures on deals to to get that number down. And and you know, there's definitely ways to do that. Uh, although, again, much like the players uh, borrowed against the future in order to get the salary cap uh, up above 160 million dollars to the 182.5 that we see it is right now. Anytime you do all those restructures, especially on a mass basis, uh, and essentially what we're talking about is converting salary to bonuses, whether it's a signing bonus or a roster bonus or uh, whatever the case might be, and the players are like, yeah, cool, I don't know, it doesn't matter to me. As long as I get my money, I'm, I'm fine. But from the player's perspective, from the team's perspective, you know, if, if, if the Rams take player A and he's making, let's say, $13 million, uh, and you want to drop down um, that figure, that $13 million down to, let's say, $5 million, um, you could easily do that. You take $8 million of that $13 million and convert it to a signing bonus. Uh, then you take that $8 million, uh, you pay the player the $8 million, and that's all fine and well, but that $8 million has to be accounted somewhere, um, even though it's not being shown up, it, even though it's not showing up necessarily on tw the 2021 ledger, you take that $8 million and then you spread it over the length of whoever, whatever player you're renegotiating with. Um, it has to, you spread that uh, signing bonus over, you know, the, the, the length of his contract. Let's say the player only has two years left on his contract. Well, you're going to have to make some space. So you're going to have to, you know, put in some voidable years, um, you know, down the road. Uh, in order to take that $8 million, and if you want to, I mean, unless you, you feel good about absorbing it in 2022, uh, you could do that. You know, it would, it would go down as a signing bonus uh, and, and a cap hit to 2022's cap. But if you're the Rams and you're thinking, man, you know, we don't want to take that whole hit in 2022, so what we'll do is we'll add a couple of years to the player's contract that they could easily void and take that $8 million and divide it by three. You know, so eight divided by three, um, now you have, you break that signing bonus up into three more years. So it's more along the lines of, you know, close to $3 million, let's say, uh, each year that, you know, uh, is going to be accounted for in your salary cap. There's nothing you can do about it. It just sits there. It's kind of, it's, that's what they call a dead cap hit, uh, and a cap hit. And so it goes against, um, what you're going to be able to spend in those future years. You could do that once or twice. That's fine. You know, and you kind of bite the bullet. Um, the, the the Raiders did that with Corey Littleton last year. If you notice, um, his salary went down to about nine hundred thousand dollars last year. Uh, mysteriously, just went down from about nine million dollars to nine hundred thousand dollars. How they do that? Well, they took I think it was eight million dollars or so from the actual salary, converted it into a signing bonus. Um, here, I'll, I'll I'll explain it right here. Um, and that signing bonus. Uh, then gets prorated over um, some. They added years to his years to his current contract, which are easily voidable. But you know that that signing bonus, you know, gets uh, get gets prorated and accounted for at some point. So here to explain. Um, da, 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 uh, okay, so he took the, uh, his 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 base salary in 2020 went down to $910,000 because he converted um, a bunch of, the, you know, that, that amount to a signing bonus. Now, that signing bonus, uh, the restructure gets paid now in 20, it, uh, uh, 2,000 of it got paid last year, 2,000 more gets paid this year, and then uh, 2022, 
There's another uh, $2, $2 million. And then in 2023, when he, right now he's not even on the roster for 2023, uh, that's another $2 million. So, again, you restructure these contracts, and that's fine, and it sounds all great. Oh, wow, uh, just created you know $8 million in, um, or even more, it was about $8.7 million in, in salary for this year. But, again... Two million dollars this last year. Two million, uh, two point, you know, uh, two million dollars in this season in twenty twenty one. Then another two million dollars in twenty twenty two. Then another two 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 uh, million dollars in twenty twenty three. All are being accounted for in your books. So whatever the salary cap is next year, you, you just go ahead and take two million dollars out of it. Uh, because that's going to be on the books for Corey Littleton. And in 2023, when right now he's not even on the roster, um, that he's, st- he's, he's going to have another $2 million uh, under the book. So it's just kind of a way to explain how going to that cast register, you're just pushing, you know, kicking cans down, uh, down the field. Now, if you're a team that is right here on the cusp and you feel like, hey, these next couple of years, we've got a legit chance – uh, to compete for a championship, you'll maybe sacrifice future um, for present, and it makes sense in that case. Uh, but it doesn't always make sense, and you're always going to have to pay the piper one way or another. Every dollar of guaranteed money that you put into somebody's pocket, whether it's in salary or signing bonus or roster bonus, at some point shows up on the salary cap ledger. Uh, so always, always keep that uh, in mind. But you look at the Rams, and uh, what did we say? They're thirty million dollars or so over the salary cap. Their general manager talked about a whole bunch of players that they're restructuring. Just keep in mind what we just said, what we just talked about with Corey Littleton. The Rams may have to times that by five or six players, and so those guys, those contracts, while it'll help them this year, um, at some point, all of those restructures are going to hurt them down the road whether it's significantly, minimally, at some point, regardless, it is. And so you have to be careful uh, about doing that with a bunch of players. One or two a year, okay, that makes some sense. Uh, but when you get uh, above and beyond that, you're really you know, playing with a little bit of fire. So I bring the Rams up because there's some guys on the Rams that I think could help the Raiders. Uh, you know, I look at a guy like Rob Havenstein, the right tackle, uh, still grading out as one of the better tackles in the league. Um, I think he would cost about $6 million, uh, which is not much uh, if, if a team decided to trade for him uh, and take him off the Rams' hands, who they don't want to lose Rob Havenstein, but uh, he's about $6 million that they can recoup uh, under their salary cap just by trading him. So, um, you know, uh, at, at $6 million, he's almost, I, I, you know, at $6 million for the Rams, I'm not saying he's a liability, but given that they're $30 million over the cap, uh, you can see how, while that might be a bargain, 30 other places in the NFL, 31 other teams in the NFL for a quality tackle, um, for them, it's, it's, it's almost a luxury, especially they've got tackles, uh, young tackles that they've been grooming behind him. So, you know, these are, to me, if you're Mike Mack, if you're John Gruden, uh, and you're looking around the league, uh, I would start looking at some of these teams that are way over the salary cap, understanding that th- they, they're going to have to do something with these players. And um, chances are, uh, you know, obviously, a, a bunch of them are going to have to get cut or, re- you know, or, or, or traded or restructured. Again, you don't want to restructure everybody. 
Um, so a lot of guys on, the, on these teams that are way over the salary cap, and we can start looking at that uh, as well of who is over the salary cap by a lot because uh, they're going to have to do some things, and, and we'll get, you know, uh, that, 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 uh, okay, Green Bay Packers are over the cap by about $9 million. The Atlanta Falcons are over the cap by $14 million. The Chicago Bears are over the cap by $22 million. The Kansas City Chiefs are over the cap by $21 million. The Saints are $30 million over the salary cap. The Eagles are $25 million over the salary cap. Uh, the Rams, as we said, are $32 million over the salary cap. I would start scouring those rosters to see if there's anybody um, uh, on, on, on that, that, that some of those teams may have a luxury at a certain position or an abundance of players at a certain position that – the, the highest paid guy might be a little bit vulnerable right now. Um, you know, when you look at the Rams, uh, and there's been speculation that Robert Woods uh, is available. Uh, there's speculation that um, uh, Michael Brockers, the defensive tackle, might be available. Again, for the team that trades for 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 the, a guy like that, you know, Robert Woods at twelve million dollars. I'm not, you know, I think Robert, I think the world of Robert Woods. Uh, but at $12 million, uh, I'm not really interested in trading for him if I'm the Raiders, let's say. Michael Brockers at $6.5 million um, this year, and let me see where he is uh, over the next few years. But a guy like Brockers, okay, so Brockers goes down. He's at $6.5 million this year, and then um, the, the, that's it. The guaranteed money of his contract is done and uh, finished with after this year. On 2022, he's on the books for $7.5 million, but that you can you can get out of that uh, because it's not guaranteed. But if you're the Raiders, you know, are you know, I know that Michaels is 31 years old, but at $6.5 million, is he somebody that you know you you you'd be like, okay, you know, that's not a bad number for a position of need at defensive tackle. He's a a, a quality player that that still is de is delivering you know, uh, solid performances, is he somebody that maybe, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd want to give up a draft pick uh, to go get? It's players like that. Like I said, Rob Havenstein, um, the right tackle for the, uh, for, the, for the Rams, who is still playing at a very, very high level. Uh, the, the Raiders just traded $14 million uh, of, of their right tackle. Um, you know, that obviously uh, uh, Trent Brown. Um, Rob Havenstein is on essentially the last year of, of his contract at $6.7 million. Are you willing to take on um, $6.7 million for a tackle? of? That's like half of what you were paying Trent Brown for a guy who plays all the time and plays at a really high level. Uh, I'm not just singling out the rounds. I just The reason why I did was because they're $33 million over the salary cap. you got to start looking at teams like that or teams that are close uh, to being over the salary cap. And you start looking at those rosters and saying, hey, is there somebody that we could pluck off uh, any of those rosters that could fill a need? That might be a liability to the Rams and the Eagles and the Atlanta Falcons where they are uh, in their salary cap structure and would be almost an, uh, a, 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 a player that you're getting under market uh, here in Las Vegas for the Raiders. So uh, we could go through that list. Uh, and if there's anyone else you know, that, that jumps out at you guys, uh, you know, let me know. And trust me, a lot of these guys are going to be out on the open market, period. That's what's going to happen here pretty soon. It's We're already starting to see it. It's only going to continue uh, to grow that list. You're in the huddle with Vinnie Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur.
Yes, air conditioning wants to talk about your ducts. Quack. No, not ducts. The duct work in your house. You know, in the 5, 10, 15 years since your house was built, things have happened. Dust and dirt accumulate over time. Things shift and shake when the AC is working hard. You might have even poked a hole in one of your ducts. But don't worry. Yes, air conditioning has you covered. Just dial 888-4937 or visit theyesmancan.com and schedule a complete checkup. License 71246, the official HVAC and plumbing partner of the Vegas Golden Knights and the Henderson Silver Knights. See you tomorrow. Drive safe. Later, buddy. Drive safe. At Chevy, we know everyone says it. I'll see you later, man. Drive safe. A Chevy SUV can help you. Chevy SUVs offer active safety technologies to help you and your passengers stay safe. Two simple words mean a lot because you mean a lot. The Chevy family of SUVs. Drive safe. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers. Read the vehicle owner's manual for important feature limitations and information. The Review Journal and La Bonita want to turn up the virtual heat in your kitchen with the new food and cocktail series. Well-known Chef Lachey will show viewers how to prepare a traditional Spanish paella, a festive dessert, and the secret to making the perfect mojito. Join in on the first in a virtual series of culinary fun March 18th at 6 p.m. from the comfort of your own home. Go to ReviewJournal.com cooking to reserve your spot and special ingredients provided by La Bonita today. Catch all the hockey and your favorite gaming action in the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Enjoy great food and drink specials like $5 drafts Monday through Thursday. And every day till 8 p.m., the TI will be serving up $12 23-ounce Dos Equis or Heineken. Plus, you get to keep the Pilsner glass. Or go for the $10 Ucala cocktails. The Bison Burger and Loaded Nachos are outrageous. The betting kiosks are open 24-7, and parking is always free for the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Must be 21 or older. Please drink responsibly. Management reserves all rights. This is JT for the best meat hookup you'll ever have here in Vegas. Wholesale quality restaurant meat at meetupvegas.com. My code is JTBrick for the discount. M-E-A-T upvegas.com. Code JTBrick. I'm attorney Matt Hoffman with Battleborn Injury Lawyers. At Battleborn, we don't have a jingle or a theme song. We don't have a catchphrase. And we don't have a phone number your kids have memorized. What we do have is smart, down-to-earth attorneys with real experience helping people who've been injured. And we're great at what we do. If you've been injured and want great attorneys who really know what they're doing, call 570-9000. Better yet, save our number in your phone in case you ever need it. That's 570-9000. Is the interest rate on your house too high? Are you still paying mortgage insurance? Why? Hey, everyone, it's Clay Baker. Call my friends at Nova Home Loans and get your mortgage tuned up. I spoke with a Nova Home Loans loan officer, and in 30 minutes, I got a full assessment of my situation. But what about for you? You know, this could be a great time to lower your rate, lower your payment, and even take money out of your house to pay credit card bills and mounting debt. Don't wait. Call now, 877-700-NOVA. That's 877-700-NOVA. And tell them Clay Baker sent you. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, West Sunset Road, Suite 200, Ranch, NMLS Hello, Las Vegas. Clay Baker here with you. And now that you got the holidays over and everything is all cleared out, let Zero Res come in and take care of the cleaning for you. Start the year off right and get your flooring spotless. Zero Res has the technology to be better. And they are the industry leader for removing 200% more soiling, more germs, all the contaminants. And best of all, Zero Res makes customer safety their top priority with zero contact protocol. They wear masks, shoe covers, gloves, they practice social distancing, and they disinfect their equipment between appointments. Call Zero Res today, 702-840-3333, and ask for the Clay Baker Raider Nation Special. Zero Res will come and clean three rooms of carpet for one low price. Call 702-840-3333 or go online to ZeroResLasVegas.com. Minimums apply. A clean carpet, Zero Res it. 
Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Call 840-3333. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights. And you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by the Ruiz Law Firm. If you're in an accident, visit lmruizlaw.com. Consultations are free. It's time to rock the socks to benefit families with hospitalized children on Saturday, April 17th. Join the Ronald McDonald House of Las Vegas for the 17th annual Runnin' for the House 5K Runnin' Fun Walk, presented by McDonald's. You can do this run anywhere fun, including in your neighborhood or at a park or on your treadmill. New this year, participants can complete a fun photo scavenger hunt to win great prizes. For more info or to register, head to rmhlv.org. It's easy to follow along with your favorite Raider Nation radio shows from anywhere. Listen live anytime on the Raiders app or at lvsportsnetwork.com. This is Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. We're back in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Raider great Lincoln Kennedy. This is Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Check, check, check. What up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Sorry about the technical difficulty. I, like, I'm blaming everything on COVID-19, and, uh, and this time I mean it. Um, because a uh, little technical difficulty uh, as uh, because of you know all the restrictions that are still in place uh, we don't necessarily do the job do uh, do everything from a uh, studio we're not always all together on the studio so sometimes we have to rely on Wi-Fi and things like that so I apologize for that 
Uh, we're going to go back out to the Raider Nation guest line and welcome in my good friend Vic Tafer from The Athletic. He covers the Raiders, does an excellent job uh, doing so. Uh, Vic, uh, sorry about that, brother. Um, are your, is your, cool, is your, cool is your head still that. spinning right now or, you know, crunching all the numbers, putting all the calculations together, checking your roster, or are you easing your way into all the craziness that's about ready to commence? Yeah, I think I did all that. I think I'm taking a couple of days off and I'm getting ready for Monday. We're like recharge the batteries for Monday, but uh, I think we're pretty much all set. But yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a strange time of the year and a lot of uh, changing faces, but um, that's what it's all about. It is, and uh, times that by 10 with, uh, with the way the salary cap, or I, I should say probably like $16 million, I guess, going down to uh, 182 from about 198 uh, last year. So that's going to create uh, some craziness uh, you know, right now. But the Raiders have, have been busy. Uh, they've been making some moves uh, to, to mitigate and manage um, you know, that, that shortfall in terms of the salary cap. As they sit today, it looks like about $33 million uh, under the cap. That's accounting for, for Gabe Jackson. Uh, we'll figure out what, what officially is going to happen with Gabe here uh, pretty soon, I'm, I, would, I would assume. Um, in your estimation, are they in a pretty decent position uh, to go uh, be active in free agency? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they have a lot of needs. They have more needs than they did at the end of the season. So um, I, I guess um, it's a good market for depth. I mean, for this year, there seems to be a lot of guys – Aren't you know maybe top tier guys, maybe second or third tier guys, which they definitely need. So they should be able to fill some holes and uh, improve their depth. Vic, um, you know uh, I've been covering the Raiders for about a year and so uh, change now. And um, one thing that uh, that that's kind of jumped out uh, to me about Raider Nation is there's some scars, man. Um, and I understand, you know, it's been it's been a tough go uh, here for a while now. Um, but but one thing that 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 I've always been taught, and uh, one 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 thing that I that I've always tried to uh, uh, adhere to, um, covering sports, uh, being around people that run teams, is you can't be scared. And I know that the Raiders have made some mistakes in free agency. There's no doubt that they have, um, and in the draft. Um, but you can't let past mistakes, whether it was by yourself or somebody else dictate whether you're going to be aggressive or not in the uh, in, in the future. And if you do, then you might as well go find another job because um, you're not the right person for that job. I know that the Raiders have made some mistakes, but do you think that they're going to be cautious going into free agency, or do you think that they'll be able to rise above whatever mistakes have happened recently uh, and just do the best that they can this year and looking at it from this year's perspective, not you know the burden that they're carrying around over these last couple of decades? Yeah, I think they'll be um, selectively aggressive. I think if they find the guy they think is going to be the guy they want to answer a certain position, I definitely won't be shy about offering enough money to get it done. I think um, the question is, I'm not sure how they um, evaluate if they can address the pass rusher needs, say, for example. A lot of pass rushers in this this free agent class, you definitely can spend some money and get one, but is that what they want to do? Or they want to wait for the draft and try and get one at 17? So that would be the big question for me is how they address the pass rush and just how much money they are willing to spend if they have the right guy in mind. Because there are a bunch of guys who have had, you know, 10 or more sacks in, in previous years. Is there anybody in particular uh, that, that you've got your eye on, that if you were, you know, uh, if, if you're running the show, that you'd be all over, especially at that uh, pass rush uh, position and also uh, another glaring need being free safety? 
I'd probably lean towards going the draft route for the for the pass rush. I, I like those. There's like three or four kids uh, who are definitely uh, not the finished product, but they're kind of raw. But the two kids from Miami, um, the Quiddy Pay and the Georgia guy, I think they're all pretty exciting. For 17, one of those guys will be there. I mean, it's not more at 17. So that's probably the way I would go. If you are going to go um, for agency route, definitely there's some guys out there. Larry Floyd had a great year last year. And I know um, the saw Reddick had a good year. So there's definitely guys you can, you can plug in there. I just don't know what the bang for the buck's going to be, how much they're going to take on the market and how much they're actually worth. So I would uh, probably shy away from you know, not having the sure thing on the freezing market and kind of just taking my rolling the best with the young guy and seeing what he can do. We're talking to Vic Tafer uh, from The Athletic. Uh, he covers the Raiders, does an excellent job. You could follow him at Vic Tafer uh, on, on, on Twitter. Um, you know, Trent Brown uh, gets traded. Uh, Gabe Jackson... Um, don't know officially what's going on yet. Uh, there's still, I guess, time uh, to restructure the deal or maybe find a trade partner, much like they did with, with Trent Brown. Uh, but there's a couple of things that uh, are, are, have been a little bit striking about both cases. One, uh, Trent Brown's uh, apparent happiness, about get, whether it's happiness to be with the Patriots or to be um, away from the Raiders. Uh, and then somebody, a friend of, 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 of Gabe Jackson's, uh, former teammate, uh, tweeted something pretty uh, cryptic about you know uh, that 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 game is is probably really happy right now. You've been around this team um, for 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 a while, and uh, these last couple of years, um, you know, with John Gruden and and this staff, is there something to that to be worried about at all, to be concerned with at all, um, if if players are are expressing that, or do you think in Trent Brown's case, he's just happy to be back with the Patriots? I think it's, it depends. I think with Trent Brown, to me, he's probably more happy he got $11 million guaranteed. I'm not sure that was going to happen otherwise. If they you know, held on to him and wait for either the restructure and probably for less money than that, or else they end up cutting him and most of their phrase of money is gone, I'm not sure he can get $11 million guaranteed for next year. Then This way, he gets to go back to a team that knows him pretty well. He can go back in the phrase of market a year from now and, and do it pretty well. I imagine he's motivated. He's in good shape, finally. So I think all signs point to having a big year with the Patriots and getting paid next next spring. So I think that was for me more. I mean, obviously he's going to stay as a team and yada yada yada. But for me, it's more like I got eleven million dollars in my hand, which I wasn't sure I was going to have uh, at one point. Uh, with Gabe, I just think it's more of overall frustration. I mean, he's been here seven years. He's seen some dark days. I mean, there have definitely been some dark days in the seven years he's been here. I think uh, he played hurt a couple of years ago. Uh, last year he was back. He played okay, but I just think for him, yeah, you know, after seven years of the one team, I'm sure that you know you kind of wonder what it's like on a different team. You wonder, like you know, and you mentioned Luciano was the guy with the tweet. He went to the Bills and had a good time there. So I think his friends and, and, and former teammates were like, "Hey, man, it's a lot better you know, over here than it was there." So I think, well, that's part of why he's happy if he is going to get uh, released, which, which I guess probably happens at some point. I don't see him taking a, a restructure, so. My guess is he'll get released. Yeah, and you know, uh, in, in Feliciano's case, uh, it always helps when you're winning, and and that's what's going on in, in, in Buffalo. Uh, and and there's no question that that changes the outlook, that changes the demeanor, and, and your level of happiness. Um, which is why I want to ask you this: having been around this team for a while, this organization for a while, um, you know, it's been say what you want about what's happened these last three years, but record-wise, it's been a slow, gradual uh, improvement uh, each season. Uh, I know that no one's satisfied with where it's at right now. 
but for Raider Nation, uh, that's you know clinging to everything that we write and everything that we say, um, and and biting their nails uh, because it hasn't happened as quickly as as they would have hoped. Is there reason for hope? Um, you know, as 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 we transition now into year four uh, with John Gruden in the direction that this franchise has taken. Yeah, I think the reason for hope is in, in, on the offense. And the offense was pretty good last year, and you can argue that uh, you know, Darren Wall or Josh Jacobs should only get better. I think Derek Carr has gotten better each year with John Gruden, so that should also continue. And I think ideally, if you're a Raider fan, you, you hope Nelson Aguilar is back, and he can definitely build on his year last year. And so I think the hope is on offense, and you hope that the defense can obviously improve a little bit. I think um, Gus Bradley definitely will help. I think just having a new voice on defense will help. I think um, – you hope that some of the guys they had in the drafts last couple of years improve and they add some veterans this year to help them get over the hump. But there's definitely a hope that, that last year were eight and eight and the defense was, you know, was awful. So I think there's definitely hope they should improve just based on that. Talking to Vic Tafer from uh the Athletic covers the Raiders and does an excellent job. Uh, when you talk about Gus Bradley and, and you know, maybe the impact that he can have on the overall operation, on the individual development. Uh, of some of these uh, young players. Uh, I, I go right to Corey Littleton as well. Um, just to say that it was a disaster last year would be an understatement. And he didn't look anything like the player that, that I remembered him being uh, with the Rams. I refuse to believe that he forgot how to play football. So uh, I'm clinging to that. Uh, but there's, there's no guarantees that he's going to get it back together, uh, um, you know, moving forward. But, your suspicion, your gut feeling on on what might happen with Corey Littleton uh, this year after what he went through last year? Yeah, I agree with you. I think he'll definitely be better. I think, um, you know, I think Gus Bradley has a history with linebackers that definitely uh, speaks well with that. I think you look at Corey Littleton's tape with the Rams, you can see definitely flashes of what they should be. So I think he definitely learned. I'm sure it was just a weird year. I'm sure for a guy coming into a new team, a lot going on. I think they weren't very good otherwise. So you felt more pressure to make plays. I don't know, but I think he owns it. He definitely talked to about that at the end of the last season. I thought he was very open and, and kind of critical of himself. And just um, I think Gus Bradley definitely will, will be good for him. So I think um, that's a big reason. We mentioned the, about the you know, improvement on offense and having hope. I think that's a big reason why you can be hopeful if you're a Raider fan. I think he'll be better uh, next season. All right, last question, uh, Vic, and it's, a, uh, it's, it's somewhat multi-layered. Uh, but uh, in or out on some of these uh, pending Raiders free agents, and I'm just going to run through them and and uh, and, and and let you uh, react uh, as as you know uh, as a group, uh, but but individually. Denzel Good, Nelson Aguilar, Nicholas Morrow, um, in or out on and uh, on, on on those three guys. I think the cop out and say I'm in at the right price on all three of them. I think. Um... I think all three guys want to see what the market can offer them, but I think at the right price, they're all very good players. I just don't, you know, Nelson Aguilar was a perfect last year, from perfect fit for him last year, but I don't know if we want to pay him a lot of money. I mean, I don't know if we want to lock him up for, you know, again, this, this, it's a, it's a very deep free agent market, so he's probably ranked somewhere in the middle of the top 15 guys, so I really have no idea what kind of offer they get. It could go from, you know, from small to big, so... I think the price has to be right for him as well as the other two guys. Morrow showed flashes, but he's also, I'm not sure, like, you know, a frontline impact guy, so he can't go crazy. Same with Denzel Good. Denzel Good has a history of injuries, and he may play well last year. He can't, he can't be uh, too crazy as far as bringing him back at any price. So I like all three guys. I know the Raiders do at the right price, so I think ideally 
There they go, Moss. We're back. All right, I tricked you, lied to you. I actually have one more question. Who's going to be the right tackle for the Raiders next year? The right tackle for the Raiders <laughs> is going to be some kid in the second round. I, I haven't looked at my offensive tackles uh, film yet, but uh, I think they'll go uh, with a young guy in the draft and uh, plug him in right away. That's, that's my, my gut feeling. Well, uh, if that is the direction that they go, uh, it's, a, it's a fortunate year to do that because it is a pretty deep class uh, for tackles, and, and uh, I would think that there's somebody that you could probably plug in uh, at right tackle uh, at that spot in the draft. So we will see if you're right. Can't wait to see you uh, again down the road. Uh, be well. Um, look forward to, uh, to, to everything moving forward, and thank you for spending some time with us in the huddle, my man. All right, man. Take care. All right, you too. That's Vic Tafer. Uh, from uh, the, the Athletic, covers the Raiders, has for a long time, does a great job, a good friend of, uh, of the shows and of mine. Um, and, and like you said, there is reason for hope, and that's, I guess, what I've been trying to, uh, to, to preach a little bit here. Uh, I know it's not where anyone wants uh, it to be, and trust me, I get all your emails, guys uh, and gals, and um, you know, I hear all the, I get all the, the DMs and, and you know, the feedback on, on Twitter. I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, as badly as you want it to happen and as frustrated as you are that it hasn't, times that by a million and you have John Gruden. He cares about this that much. And I'm just saying that because there are there's an implication out there, at least in the feedback that I get to, where he's just, oh, satisfied. Uh, you know, uh, he's, he's fine with it. He's not. Trust me. He wants to win 10 million times more. Uh, than you do. And I don't just say that because that's the money he's making. He This drives him nuts uh, that it hasn't gotten turned around as quickly as he would have hoped. It's a big undertaking that 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 he accepted this, this job uh, to get this thing turned around in a right way, not just a flash in the pan way, but in a way that sets the Raiders up for prolonged success. It means a lot to John Gruden. And as badly as you want it, he wants it a million times more uh, than you guys, and that's a good thing. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador. If you've been charged with a crime or DUI, don't gamble with your lawyer. You need an experienced lawyer who knows how to deliver the most effective defense and get results. Call the Vegas Lawyers at 702-707-7000. That's the Vegas Lawyers, 702-707-7000. TheVegasLawyers.com 702-707-7000 What's up, Vegas? PropSwap has red-hot college basketball futures right now. A better picked up a Michigan ticket at 100-1, to and he just made $1,000 when Michigan's odds dropped from 100-1 to to 10-1. to He simply relisted the ticket on PropSwap and sold it. He doesn't even care if they win, because he's already a winner. Jump onto PropSwap. Buy a betting ticket you like, and then sell it when the odds go down for a really nice profit. Go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. This is JT for the best meat hookup you'll ever have here in Vegas. Wholesale quality restaurant meat at MeetUpVegas.com. My code is JTBrick for the discount. M-E-A-T UpVegas.com. Code JTBrick. Come see a Kia at Findlay Kia. How can I finance you? That's a good question. How can you finance me? Well, I've been unemployed due to COVID, and my credit's taken a big hit. The good news is I've been called back to work and need reliable transportation. Can you help? We can absolutely get you financed at Findlay Kia and at great low rates. If you can finance me, you can finance just about anyone with less than perfect credit. That's exactly right. Findlay Kia wants to help Las Vegas get back to work. 
and we're doing our part to make it happen. Even people with subprime credit. What was that? Subprime credit? Hey, everyone needs a break, and Findlay Kia is happy to help. The Findlay family has been proudly serving our community since 1961, and we're not about to stop now. Come see our great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles at Findlay Kia, Sahara and Decatur, or shop online at FindlayKia.com. Findlay Kia, getting you back on your feet with a great set of wheels. Can you get me a raise while you're at it? If you've been charged with a crime or DUI, don't gamble with your lawyer. Get the most effective defense and get results. Call the Vegas Lawyers at 702-707-7000. 702-707-7000. Lawyer up. Hey guys, this is Vinny B with Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Nothing brings family, friends, and Raider Nation together like tequila. For me, that means the ambassador. Tequila Embajador, where you'll find perfection in every sip. Tequila Embajador brings cultures together. Taste the tradition. My friends and owners, Les and Andres, have poured their hearts into developing a distinguished tequila with a commitment to excellence. Visit EmbajadorTequila.com, plug in the code in the huddle, and get a 10% discount on your next purchase. That's EmbajadorTequila.com and the code in the huddle. Interact with the show. Text Vinny and Lincoln on the Sam and Ash text line at 69187 or tweet them at Vinny Bonsignor and at LKennedy72. This is In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. What's good, Raider Nation? Hey, uh, thanks for uh, joining us an hour earlier than normal. Got a big meeting uh, coming up um, today. Kind of one of those uh, got to do it meetings. Uh, It's all good, though. Uh, So uh, good things uh, moving forward. Uh, But um, I got to get out of here a little bit earlier. So uh, thank you for for being flexible and joining us from the 3 to 5 o'clock hour. Uh, rather than the uh, the four to six, but we'll be back at it four to six from the facility uh, tomorrow. Actually, so um, uh, 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 tomorrow and the rest of this week, uh, as usual, four to six p.m. Give us a call seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred. You know, we now know what the salary cap is for the NFL. It's one hundred eighty two point five. Uh, thanks to you know rollover money that um, that the Raiders uh, had uh, you know tucked away from last year, basically that rolls over to this year, they're at 190 million dollars or so, just a little bit over 190 million dollars. So uh, as we sit today, they're depending on 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 which figure you want to go with, uh, but but essentially they have about 33 million dollars as of today. Uh, that is still figuring in uh, the $9.7 million uh, owed to Denzel Good. We just had Vic Tafer on from The Athletic. He does not expect um, Gabe uh, to uh, to be agreeable to a restructure of his contract. Um, so if that if he, if he if that's the position that he takes and the Raiders can't find uh, a suitable uh, trade offer uh, for Gabe, then uh, Gabe goes to the open market, and I would expect, you know, that being the case, that means that the Raiders will have uh, released him. That 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 adds money to the uh, to the salary cap. So right now, with Gabe out the door, basically, we're just going to figure on that, write that in pencil. Uh, it's at thirty three million dollars ish uh, for the Raiders under uh, the salary cap. Uh, that puts them in a really good position, uh, and it's only going to get strengthened. Their buying power is going to get strengthened because you suspect something's going to happen with Marcus Mariota, whether. Uh, a team decides at the last minute, hey, we want Marcus Mariota uh, to come in and compete for our starting quarterback job. 
uh, we'll give you a fifth round pick, a sixth round pick, whatever it might be. Um, you know, uh, uh, so you get an asset if you're the Raiders. If that doesn't happen, if nobody does jump up um, with an offer, then I, I, I expect um, you know Marcus to uh, to go ahead and hit, hit the market, uh, and that would be a um, uh, another ten point seven million dollars. So you can see that it's going to add up. There's a couple other players. What are they going to do? Um, uh, you know, with with Jalen Rashard, that's about three point seven million dollars. What are they going to do with Jeff Heath? That's another three point seven million dollars. Uh, is is Carl Nassib uh, still on um, you know solid footing? Not the year that the Raiders expected of him last year, signing him as a free agent. Um, could he rebound uh, under this new coaching staff? Um, asked being asked to do different things. We'll see. If not, uh, and the Raiders cut him, they'd have to eat about three something, uh, three million ish uh, of the salary. Uh, but they would get back, or excuse me, they would have to eat about five million dollars of the salary. But they would still be able to get about four million dollars. Uh, in relief. So they could get to that $50 million uh, uh, plateau uh, pretty easily if the Raiders wanted to go down that path um, and then start addressing some of these big-time needs that they have defensively and looking for some bargains out in the open market. And I expect there's going to be quite a few of those as more and more of these veteran players, uh, the Riley Reefs, uh, of the world uh, tackle, a uh, good quality tackle that was just put on uh, waivers by the uh, or cut by the uh, by the Minnesota Vikings because they're over uh, the salary cap. There's going to be a bunch of players uh, like that. Uh, Malcolm Butler, um, the Tennessee Titans cornerback, uh, uh, got released yesterday uh, in a cost cutting move. This isn't talent. This is not talent that these guys are hitting the open market. It's because they've priced themselves out of their current situations because the teams that they play for are over the salary cap or up again it uh, on the salary cap. And they have to uh, look at some veteran players that are making a little bit too much money in this time and day, this, uh, this, this day and time for their current situations. Uh, so, and again, I go back to the Rams as well. They're going to have to do something. They're $33 million, $33 million over the salary cap and you can restructure uh, all you want. It's definitely a tool. But you start doing that with enough players and you put yourself in real serious peril moving forward. And I know that they're really smart over there uh, with the Rams. Uh, I know them well. Uh, they'll do what they can uh, in a smart and prudent way. Uh, but, I, but, but I don't expect all of those guys to get restructured. And there's some players on the Rams that I would think if they became available in a trade or um, hitting the open market as uh, cap casualties. The Raiders should be all over those guys. We're going to go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Big Vern Loco is on uh, uh, is, is on the phone, wants to talk about the Raiders. How you doing, Big Vern? Hey, I'm good, Vinny. How you doing? Doing really well. Thank you for asking. Um, I, I got a couple takes, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I love Gabe Jackson, but, you know, if he's going to leave, you know, go ahead and leave Gabe. You know, there's just so many O-line, you know, uh, figures on the market right now that, you know, we'll be able to pick up a good, you know, power rushing old line. You know, a lot of strong guys out there. Plus, in the draft, you know, hopefully we can pick up that right tackle. Um, one thing that that I hope we don't do, I, I like John from the Rams, but if we can go ahead and get, you know what I'm saying, a, a proper edge rusher, not somebody like Hassan Riddick or Leonard Floyd that, you know, took advantage of finally playing with someone else, but somebody who's really grinding. Like, I like the guy like Hendricks over from the Saints. I think he'd be a fantastic pickup. And That's my boy, Trey Hendrickson. Pick. Yes, I've been yeah. touting him for a while now. And then Diedrich over there from New England, those two, they just seem like some real up-and-comers. So, you know, I'll take the breath off the air. 
Yeah, I like that. I like the uh, the going young um, uh, philosophy. Uh, Trey Hendrickson um, is is just really hitting uh, hitting the prime right now, and uh, really had a good year last year, especially in the pass rush. He was he was a game changer uh, in the pass rush. And there's a there's a situation where dude's gonna get paid number one, and he's just in a situation where the Saints don't want to lose him. But the Saints are. Let's look at where the Saints are right now. Uh, they're in in just cap uh, uh, purgatory, uh, purgatory right now, at thirty million dollars over the cap, and that's after putting the franchise tag um, on, uh, on 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 uh, Marcus Williams, their, their their safety. So they're going to have to do some things. And Trey Hendrickson, uh, I don't see any way uh, that he's going to be able to re-sign uh, in in New Orleans. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are are way over the salary cap, twenty five million dollars. The Rams are thirty two million dollars over the salary cap. Um, so keep an eye out on what those three teams and some others, Chiefs are $21 million, the Bears are $22 million, the Falcons are $14 million over the salary cap, the Green Bay Packers are $8 million over the salary cap. Uh, there's going to be some players that have to, they have to do something with some of those guys. Not all of those players, they're not going to be able to restructure their way out of the situations that they're in. They're going to have to make some cold, hard decisions on getting rid of some players uh, that can help. Uh, the Raiders. So keep an eye out on that, those rosters. And if you want, we'll go look at them uh, to see who might be available at some point, whether it's a trade uh, or, or free agency uh, that the Raiders might pounce on. You're in the huddle. Vinny Bonsignor brought to you by Tequila Embajador. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. We <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm your radio. You know, the one right here in your dash. Those screaming car ads really tweak my tweeters. No money down, low monthly payments. I just need a moment of silence. Thanks for that. If you're interested in a new car, just say, hey, Siri, take me to Finley Kia. Getting directions to Findlay Kia. You know, wherever we are, I bet we're within 10 minutes of Findlay Kia. They're right in the middle of town. They're on Sahara, just west of Decatur. Starting route, Findlay Kia's only 10 minutes away. Ha, huh, what do you know? And it's Finley owned, so you know you'll get a great deal. Not that screamy stuff. And if you don't have time right now, you can totally shop online. And they'll deliver right to our house. Although I'd probably sweep out the garage. Okay, break's over. Time to get back to your station. Come see a Kia. Come see a Kia. Oh, wrong button. Not really. There's always something to love about Sky Diamonds. For the entire month of March, Sky brings back their best offer ever. Five years, 0% interest financing on everything in the store. Sky Diamonds, a 6,000 square foot showroom packed with the largest diamond inventory in the nation. And for the month of March, take advantage of Sky Diamonds 0% interest financing for five years. Yes, you heard right, five years. Purchase a $10,000 engagement ring and you pay less than $167 a month or a $5,000 tennis bracelet and 
paid less than 85 a month. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets. Plus, an extensive inventory of quality loose diamonds, all shapes and sizes, affordable for any budget, and all available at 0% interest for five years. Sky Diamonds provides a fun, relaxed shopping atmosphere. Even guys will enjoy the experience. Don't buy until you experience the Sky Diamonds difference. Sky Diamonds, official diamond jeweler of the Vegas Golden Knights, located in Town Square, South Las Vegas Boulevard, corner of Sunset. Wake up to the latest news from the Raiders and around the NFL with Rich and Clay. Weekday mornings at 7 on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. KRLV Las Vegas. Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Presented by Tequila Embajador. Right back out to the Raider Nation listener line. We got Matt in Hoboken, the, and I always say this, the birthplace of one of the greatest Italian Americans of all time, Mr. Francis Sinatra. Uh, been there many times. Love Hoboken. It's on the come. By the way, if you're ever in New York or in New Jersey, uh, hop on over to, to Hoboken. Uh, it is really a cool, kind of a funky uh, little town, and there's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful view. If you're on a date, or you got your wife, uh, uh, or significant other, or whatever you know, whatever the case might be. There's a beautiful view, uh, and maybe Matt can help us out uh, on what street. I can't remember what the street was, but where you can look right across um, uh, the river to 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 New York City. It's just a gorgeous view. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Um, can you help me out? What street am I talking about? It's over by like an apartment kind of complex that would area. Be Hudson Street, Vinny. Hudson Street. Okay, there you go. Because uh, it's right around the corner, basically, from all the bars and restaurants and things like that. And um, I remember I had my wife with me, and I probably took about a million pictures uh, of her uh, with New York City. It was that night with New York City in the backdrop. So uh, Hoboken, man, I'm telling you, some really good food, too, and some great bars and fun. Uh, Matt, how you doing, brother? Yeah, very good. Um, just a quick note on Hoboken. I didn't call about Hoboken, but you were totally right about about. Hoboken being a hidden gem in, in New Jersey. You know, there's just so many different things happening here. Um, but yes, you're right about that. Now, I have two comments about, I have one comment and then one question for you, Vinny. So the comment I have is, I know you asked Vic this question about, you know, why it seems like certain players are just so happy to leave the Raiders. And, uh, you know, it, it is true with, with Trent Brown and and uh, Gabe Feliciano making a comment, and even going back to crazy Antonio Brown running around his uh, his backyard, he was crazy. But still, it just seems odd to me that that some of these guys are so happy to leave a franchise that has a brand new facility, is in one of the most popular towns in the country, state of the art, everything. It just seems odd to me, and I just hope that this, you know, everything is healthy on the inside of this organization. So that's that's my comment and my question. Um, is about the salary cap, and it's it's kind of hard to, to word this question correctly, but maybe you can know what I'm talking about. If With all these guys getting released around the league, all these veterans getting released to shore up cap space because of the cap situation this year, is it correct to assume that there just isn't enough money for, the, for a lot of these guys to sign back at market value with other teams? In other words, a, a guard that would normally get maybe $10 million is not going to get $10 million from another team in a year like this because the money just isn't there league-wide. So is it correct to assume that a lot of these salaries and a lot of these guys are going to be underpaid when they sign with other teams? 
I think what you're asking, Matt, is uh, are there some bargains available or will there be, be some bargains available? And I think the answer is yes. Um, I don't think there's any question. Uh, you know, uh, I was, we were just looking at the teams that um, are over the, sa- over the salary cap and under the salary cap right now. And um, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams, seven out of 32 teams right now that are over the salary cap. And right above them, uh, the Cowboys are, you know, uh, $1.7 million over the cap. The Giants are $3.2 million over the cap. Um, the Steelers are $6 million. I'm talking about under the cap right now. $7 million for the Vikings under the cap after a move that they that they just made. Uh, that's not a lot of money either. And you have to account for the fact that, um, you know, some of these teams are just putting themselves in a position where they're going to, you know, have enough money to sign their draft class. You have to account for that as well. That's about $10 million if I'm not mistaken. Um, so you have to loop that off. Uh, so I guess what I'm saying is some of these players that are hitting the market, um, there's not going to be a whole lot of buyers for their service because the buying power of a lot of these teams has been slashed considerably. So it becomes a buyer's market uh, in a way of um, we don't have the money to give you. <laughs> Uh, a whole bunch of teams right. aren't going to have that that kind of money. So if you're in a in a position, you know, where like let's just say the Raiders who have money under the cap and a fairly significant amount, um, you know, they're going to be able to, uh, to to play that. They should be able to play that market pretty well and get players that normally would get X amount at you know what the, the amount of Y. And so um, you know, I, I also think that that agents are going to strategically play this in a way that. They sh- they ask they, they have their clients uh, sign shorter deals to get them back out on the open market um, mm-hmm. sooner uh, to take advantage of whatever increases uh, happen with the salary cap. There's a little bit of danger in that as well. Remember, we've been talking about how a lot of the money that's part of this year's salary cap is money that's borrowed from future salary caps. So players and that that's money that players are going to have to pay back. In future salary caps. So if something should go up by $10 million, let's say in 2023, it might only go up by $5 million because the other $5 million is going to pay off this year and so on and so forth until they're able to pay off whatever it is that they borrowed. And I have a feeling it was a pretty significant amount to get it to where it is right now. Um, So whether you're talking about being able to get players on bargain, shorter contracts, um, I think the, that that's going to be available, and it's, it's going to be interesting to me to see how long it takes players to understand it's a different world right now, and I'm going to have to be okay uh, to play at you know a certain amount if I want to play at all. Yeah, if, well, if you see, I, you might see a really quiet first two days, or a quieter than usual first two days of free agency because of that. Is that possible? You think? I, I do, although I think that you know some of these uh, some of these you know higher tiered guys, um, you know uh, I talk about John Johnson a lot. He shot up to the top of the. I th- I thought he was the best safety uh, in free agency, regardless of what happened with Justin Simmons, um, and regardless of what happened with with Marcus Williams with the uh, with the Saints. I feel like he's right there with those guys, if not better. So uh, a guy like that, if you're if you're uh, uh, the Raiders that have a dramatic need at free sa- free safety, um, I, 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 if I'm them, I get aggressive in that case. You know, I, I get aggressive knowing that you're going to be able to get bargains elsewhere um, if you wait out other positions. But if there's a position that you have to have right now, 
uh, and 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 can't afford to wait and 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 don't want to play you know the, the 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 waiting game and the and the discipline game. I think you pounce on a guy like John Johnson and then wait out some other positions of need because I think other positions of need you're going to get guys that can come in and help you at a uh, at a like you said uh, a reduced a reduced cost. So uh, it'll be interesting. I think there's there's a case to be made for both ploys, both st- strategies, but I think that you can. Uh, do both, depending on the position and the player. You can get a, you, you almost can get more aggressive on a certain guy, knowing that your money, your the rest of your dollars are going to go a little bit further because of what's happening around um, the league. And, and what also could help is that other teams also get aggressive on certain guys, and uh, and their money you know evaporates a little bit quicker, so that that secondary market um, is even is even more um, cost or uh, cost effective uh, because other teams that did have money have spent it now uh, or, or are spending up to it um, and that just opens the door for even more bargains but it'll it'll really be interesting to see how it all plays out and how much um, how you know just just the, the the shock value I think for for these players who are expecting to get paid like they have been and that's just not going to be the case especially for a bunch of these a bunch of these veteran players so like Gabe Jackson, I'd like you know it's going to be interesting to see what his market looks like uh, out there. He's a good quality player. He's making nine point seven million dollars uh, right now. To contrast that, Rob Havenstein, who I think offers better value uh, at a at a uh, at another uh, you know bigger position at right tackle, he's six point seven million dollars. If you're going to trade for Mark ha- for for Rob Havenstein. Um, and get him for six point seven million dollars as a right tackle, as a as a, a borderline, you know, Pro Bowl caliber right tackle. That's a it's a great bargain. Now, are you going to you know invest a draft pick to go try to get him from the Rams who are way over the salary cap? It'll be interesting to see. But you know, if if I, I just wonder if Gabe Jackson is going to be able to get the money that he got, you know, was, was if he the nine point seven million dollars that he was going to get this year. I don't know. I don't see that being out there for him uh, on the open market. Now he can. Can I make a comment on the offensive line for a second? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, in my opinion, I think our best move for the offensive line is to re-sign Denzel Good and to bring back Incognito because I think you'll get both of those guys for below market value and potentially, you know, uh, very team-friendly deals. Uh, And I, I would feel very comfortable with those two guys as our starting guards going into the season and then us just really having to worry about right tackle. What do you think about that scenario? Yeah. And, 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 uh, and, and I like that because now you, now the only real big hole that you have to fill would be right tackle. Now, <clears throat> one thing, you know, one somewhat concern about that is the health of Richie incognito. Um, not to say that he's not healthy right now and isn't, you know, uh, uh, on target, um, you know, to be back fully healthy, uh, come training camp, but it's still, you know, uh, an Achilles tendon and it's still 37, 38 years old. So you kind of worry about, you'd have to worry about, you know, where he is physically. Now that's where a guy like John Simpson though becomes so valu- valuable. If you feel comfortable uh, as a Raider organization that if something should happen to Richie uh, uh, and he couldn't get through the season or, or you know, uh, there's a reoccurrence of the issue. Hey, we've got John Simpson uh, back there as, as coverage. If you believe that he's ready to rock and roll in case something happened to either one of those two guards, uh, then, then that's not a bad um, uh, approach to take. And then you, you fix right tackle 
um, whether it's a guy like Riley Reef trading for a Rob ha- Rob Havenstein. Uh, there's other players out there uh, that are going to be available as well. Um, that that might be might not be uh, a, a bad plan whatsoever. Let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Get to George. How you doing, George? Doing today. I'm good, man. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, my comment on the Raiders for this uh, offseason is pretty simple. The key is going to be if they sign a veteran for right tackle. So my pick would be the guy Darrell Williams out of Buffalo. If we get the tackle out of Buffalo, then we can uh, start the process of looking at the defensive line in the uh, draft. So my pick would be free agent Williams as our number one goal quick. Out of, the, uh, out of the gate, and then lay back. I disagree with you about John Johnson. Justin Simmons has been by far the best safety in all of football for the last three or four years. That's been clear. Uh, but, well, I, I, I'll, I'll – uh, John Johnson's really good, and, uh, and he's very, very good. But Justin Simmons isn't – you know, he got franchise tagged, so it's kind of a moot point uh, at, at this point. I like – there's no way that I would have, if I'm a Raider fan, would I, you know, complain about Justin Simmons whatsoever. But it's not, you know, like like he's dramatically better. I think it's closer than people think. Um, but it's 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 no longer uh, an issue because, uh, from the Raiders' perspective, because uh, Justin Simmons, you know, was franchise tagged, so he's not on the, uh, you know, on, on the open market. Uh, as far as uh, you know, the tackle. Uh, situation yet yeah, Daryl Williams uh, is definitely somebody that um, you know you, you keep an eye on uh, he's he's probably the best uh, right tackle that's going to be out on the uh, on, on the or tackle that's going to be out on the uh, out on the open market um, but you know and he graded out at 79.2 by uh, by pro football focus uh, he's 21st ranked uh, tackle uh, but you know uh, a slightly lesser player, uh, but somebody that played really well last year, especially in pass uh, um, um, blocking, uh, grading out at seven, 74.9 by PFF, is Riley Reef, who just hit the open market uh, as a free agent with the you know from the Vikings. Um, lesser cost, I'm sure, uh, than than Williams, but a player that's fairly close uh, to Daryl Williams. Um, you know, I wouldn't uh, if I'm the Raiders, that that's not a bad, uh, option. Uh, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't think. Uh, and again, um, is Rob Havenstein available at $6.7 million? Uh, you're talking about Rob Havenstein, uh, who graded out at 80.6. Um, he's under contract, I think for the next two years or at the very least. The, yeah, I think it's the, the next two years. Um, and the and the Rams are so far up against it on the uh, on the salary cap, you know guys like that whose you know money who the the guarantees are running out, but they count they you know they they don't have the might not have the luxury of being able to hold on to a guy. They have to make so many hard decisions. Rob Havenstein, the fort who was ranked the fourteenth uh, tackle last year by Pro Football Focus, uh, grading out. Strong against the pass, uh, against the pass at seventy four point four, and and uh, as usual, doing a great job in the run game uh, at eighty three point nine. If you're Mike Mayock, knowing what the Rams situation is right now, thirty three million dollars over the salary cap, 
aren't you calling the Rams to see, hey, uh, I, I kind of see what's going on with your salary cap, and you're going to have to make some hard decisions. Um, what would it take uh, to get Rob Havenstein uh, over here uh, at $6.7 million? That is a bargain. You don't have to if – you're, if you're talking about going again uh, to, to go get Daryl Williams, you got to pay a signing bonus. Um, you're probably going to have to pay over that $6.7 million. He's the best – uh, tackle on the uh, on the market, uh, arguably. Uh, there's there's probably a couple of others. Let me let me take a look at um, who else is who else uh, is out there as far as um, tackles. But uh, let's see, Trent Williams. Um, I think he goes back to the San Francisco 49ers. Just have a feeling that that's going to happen. Uh, Alejandro uh, Villanueva uh, from the Steelers is the probably the you know arguably the second best uh, tackle on the market, and then Daryl Williams. So you know. Uh, um, Havenstein is a better player than Daryl Williams, and he might be able to ha- be be gotten for a draft pick, um, a future asset, and come in under the books uh, at at a, at a much more reasonable price than what it might be to go get Daryl Williams. I'm not, you know, um, it, it'll be interesting. I'm just saying that if I'm Mike Mayock, uh, these are the teams that I'm calling. I'm not saying that he's not doing this, uh, and maybe they're hanging up on him. Uh, who knows? But teams like the, the the Saints and the Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles that are so far above the salary cap and have what what's today the tenth they have uh, until the seventeenth so uh, so uh, about eight days nine days uh, and before they have to be at that salary cap or under it uh, they can't be over it that's against the rules <laughs> in the NFL so they've got about a week to get it cleaned up so that they are where they need to be as far as a salary cap. Uh, that's what happens when the new league year starts. You can't be over the salary cap. And for some of these teams, you want to be... Things that happen. This What's year, that? you're going to see the resetting of, this, of two of the major groups. The guard uh, resetting costs and the running back costs are both going to be markedly lower over the next year. So you're going to see one-year deals for guards, one-year deals for backs, waiting for the 2022, uh, hopefully realizing and getting more money. That being said, so the guard market is going to be very depressed. Gabe Jackson will not get that $6 million he was offered in the restructure. I think that was a poor decision on his part. I think he did not gauge what's going to go on. You're going to see $2.5 to $4.5 million starting guards in the NFL across the board. And to get into to have a stable offensive line. So that then corresponds to Haverstein's six point seven million. I would do that in a minute if that's the case because the whole I mean what you know, what would you be willing to give up give the Rams uh, to go get Rob Havenstein? A guy that's one of the top fifteen offensive tackles in this league at six point seven million dollars uh, to take over your right side at a at a much higher level than Trent Brown was playing, by the way. Uh, because he wasn't playing, and even when he was out there this year, he just wasn't. He didn't look like the early 2019 Trent Brown. But you know, and and he that's that's a guy that was making 20 something million dollars, and this year scheduled to make 14 million dollars. What kind of a pick would you offer the Rams to go take Rob Havenstein off their hand? Not because they 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 don't like the production. It's because they're so far over the salary cap that guys like Rob Havenstein might actually be available. What would you offer the Rams? So there, I think you got a couple questions in there. The, if the Rams have to do what you're saying, we I think you're seeing across the board a lower valuation for all the players, meaning 
to get a one and a two is going to be really hard for uh, very good players and elite players. I think you're, you're talking about areas of three and four for players, which is going to be uh, is the old two market, the second round market. So I think you're going to have to start around three and four and, and, and kind of wing it in that region. You see what the, the teams are doing. They'll trade a four for a five next year to try to balance it off. I think this is what's going to happen in the next week. There's going to be there's going to be some shock value going on in the NFL with a bunch of players uh, being released and teams realizing that the value of the player is no longer the key, but it's to get many players at the same level. And this is going to be the first time in it, it, uh, the restricted free agency was supposed to do that, but this it didn't do it. This will create the free agency that the NFL wanted, but obviously at a lower cost. So you're going to see multiple guys uh, signing for teams at low-value contracts, one to two million, and they're going to be lucky to get that if they don't move fast. Uh, well, it'll be interesting, and it's going to be hot and heavy. But uh, again, uh, uh, you know, Trent Brown uh, getting traded uh, to the to, to the New England Patriots. Um, if you can get a replacement for him, that's just as good in my book, uh, Rob Havenstein, uh, and especially considering dude plays through injuries. Uh, he's out there, generally speaking. Uh, there's been a few uh, issues, uh, but that's to be expected from time to time. But generally speaking, he's out there. And at $6.7 million, I'd be all over that if I were uh, the Raiders right now. That's a guy that you can go get and is a great guy in the locker room from a winning team. Um, and, and as your right tackle... Uh, not a bad uh, way to go, but we'll see. Uh, you know, the Rams are uh, their general manager, Les Snead, spoke to the media today. Uh, they're, they, they understand, obviously, what, what, what their position is, $33 million over the cap. Uh, he indicated that they're talking to a number of players about some restructures. And again, that's, you can do that. You can play that game. Uh, and, and they're one of the best uh, at, at managing the salary cap. So I'm sure they're not biting their fingernails uh, over there in Thousand Oaks. However, they have to do something, and um, I think it's going to be a combination of trades, just literally walking away from guys, um, and, and, and restructures. Uh, but while they're contemplating all of that, uh, I might, if I'm Mike Mayock, sneak in a call <laughs> uh, over to Les Snead and say, hey, uh, what would it take to get your big tackle uh, from you, um, and let's make this happen. Uh, because I think that if you could trade for that right tackle uh, and, and not have to... Um, you know, pay big money on the open market. You don't have to uh, give a signing bonus and all that stuff. Uh, if you could just get him scot-free right now, um, even at, I mean, at 28, 29 years old, still a high caliber player. I think that's that's a good way to go. Because I also believe that the Raiders, as young as they are, uh, could stand to bring in, you know, some, some veteran leader type players. Rob Havenstein certainly fits that bill. You're in the huddle. Vinny Bonsignor brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Drive safe. Later, buddy. Drive safe. At Chevy, we know everyone says it. I'll see you later, man. Drive safe. A Chevy SUV can help you. Chevy SUVs offer active safety technologies to help you and your passengers stay safe. Two simple words mean a lot because you mean a lot. The Chevy family of SUVs. Drive safe. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers. 
Read the vehicle owner's manual for important feature limitations and information. BetMGM helps you turn big plays into paydays throughout the hockey and basketball seasons. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID for a speedy sign-up, and you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada right away. Then get ready to take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials and dozens of betting options from all your favorite sports, including in-play wagering, props, and so much more. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every game and every play will mean something more as you get ready to queue up for your victory dance. Whoop, whoop. Download the app today and stop by your favorite MGM casino in Las Vegas to register. In no time, it'll be showtime. Bet fearlessly with MGM, the king of sportsbooks and official betting partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Go online, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. There's always something to love about Sky Diamonds. For the entire month of March, Sky brings back their best offer ever. 0% interest financing on everything in the store. Sky Diamonds, a 6,000-square-foot showroom packed with the largest diamond inventory in the nation. And for the month of March, take advantage of Sky Diamonds' 0% interest financing for five years. Yes, you heard that right. Five years. Purchase a $10,000 engagement ring and you pay less than $167 a month or a $5,000 tennis bracelet and pay less than $85 a month. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, plus an extensive inventory of quality loose diamonds, all shapes and sizes, affordable for any budget, and all available at 0% interest for five years. Sky Diamonds provides a fun, relaxed shopping atmosphere. Even guys will enjoy the experience. Don't buy until you experience the Sky Diamonds difference. Sky Diamonds, official diamond jeweler of the Vegas Golden Knights, located in in Town Square, South Las Vegas Boulevard, corner of Sunset. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit William Hill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Hi, it's the Herd. In sports, we often talk about a difference maker. Well, in business, there are difference makers as well. Ford Country in the Valley Auto Mall is one of them. With every new vehicle purchase, you get the Ford Country difference. Free dent scratch, windshield repair, and key replacement for a full year. Yeah, in addition to great service and unbeatable pricing, you also get the game-changing protection. It matters exclusively at Ford Country in the Valley Auto Mall. Why would you buy anywhere else? This sports update is brought to you by Finley Volvo Cars, Las Vegas's fastest-growing luxury brand, putting safety first since 1927. In the Mountain West Conference Tournament, the UNLV Running Rebels defeated Air Force by a score of 80-52. to They'll take on Utah State tomorrow night at 6 p.m. In earlier action, Wyoming beat San Jose State by a score of 111-80. to Hey guys, this is Vinny B with Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Nothing brings family, friends, and Raider Nation together like tequila. For me, that means the ambassador. Tequila Embajador, where you'll find perfection in every sip. Tequila Embajador brings cultures together. Taste the tradition. My friends and owners, Les and Andres, have poured their hearts into developing a distinguished tequila with a commitment to excellence. Visit EmbajadorTequila.com, plug in the code in the huddle, and get a 10% discount on your next purchase. That's EmbajadorTequila.com and the code in the huddle. 
No one gets you closer to the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. I just wonder who's going to be partying like it's 1999 uh, next week uh, when free agency officially opens. Is it going to be the Raiders or are they going to be able to... uh, uh, to swing uh, and hit a couple of, uh, whether it's a home run or a couple of doubles off the wall. And keep in mind, uh, I go back this, uh, go back to this. Um, if you could get Corey Littleton back up and running uh, in a way that uh, I know that he can play, uh, I saw it up close and personal. There's no way that he forgot how to play football. If 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 this new coaching staff, defensive coaching staff, could get him in. Um, back online, I, I mentioned this yesterday. I ran into uh, Corey. Um, around town uh, yesterday. He looks to be in tremendous uh, shape. He looks really, really like he's ready to go right now. Um, but anyway, if you if, if this staff can get him um, back to where he belongs and where he should be, that's like adding another free agent. Uh, because you, I'm, when, I, when I say this, Raider Nation, you guys did not see Corey Littleton last year. Whatever, whoever was out there running around for most of the year um, just wasn't the same player. And I refuse to believe uh, that that he just overnight lost it moving from Los Angeles uh, to, uh, to to Las Vegas. Uh, that doesn't happen. And I also know Corey Littleton, and there's nobody that's going to work harder to get back to where he belongs. Um, and uh, I, I just know that. He is a professional, conscientious, smart, great kid who it does not sit well with him what happened last year. Uh, and if there's anybody motivated – uh, to rebound uh, and to get back on track, it's Corey Littleton. And I think between the combination of that conscientiousness that he has and this new staff and the way that they're going to utilize him, uh, I think the, Corey Littleton could be in line for a big bounce back. And that, again, is like uh, adding a new free agent because that wasn't Corey Littleton out there last year for whatever reason. We're going to go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. By the way, you're listening to – Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM on a Wednesday in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Uh, Larry uh, wants to talk about the Raiders. How you doing, Larry? Hey, Vinny. Good to talk to you. How you feeling, man? I'm good, thank you, and good to talk to you as well. Um, calling from the East Coast, Delaware. I want to first agree with you on what, you, what I heard you uh, give about Corey Littleton. I watched a lot of the games. I was able to watch a lot of them, and I agree with you 100%. Um, I think with free agency coming up and watching a lot of what has been going on and reading different articles and things, I think what the Raiders are doing right now, a lot of people may not understand, but I think they're retooling the offensive line. They're going to go strong. They're going to go big. And I think they're going to spend their money wisely, pick some, pick some real good picks in the draft. I think Mike Mayock is chomping at the bit. He's really upset about last year, and I think he has to get back at it get us into the playoffs, get us into a championship like he wants to. Yeah, and um, what's, what's interesting about that, uh, Larry, is that when you look at that, I, we just mentioned Corey Littleton, um, you know, uh, as far as he could be almost like a, a new free agent this year just by be, becoming or going back to who he was before he got here, uh, which I think he's in a position to do. But you look at the draft class, you can almost say the same thing uh, as well. Uh, we didn't get a chance to see Damon Arnett full throttle uh, last year. I, when I say this, you know, a, a guy that was playing with a broken wrist for the first part of the season uh, and then injured it to the point where he needed to have surgery and missed the next six, seven weeks or so, 
Uh, that's no joke. Uh, it affected everything. Uh, he couldn't get in the weight room. He couldn't maintain his weight and his strength. You just can't when you're trying to lift weights with a big old cast on your right hand. So uh, we didn't see Damon Arnett um, the way you thought that you would have gotten a look at him. Uh, between the injuries and everything that happened in, um, you know, with COVID-19 and, and the thwarted, um, you know, OTAs and, and minicamps, uh, Henry Ruggs, while he, there's no doubt that Henry Ruggs had an impact on the offensive operation. You go look at the numbers uh, when he was on the field and uh, the explosive plays, the way it opened up things for Darren Waller and, and, and others, uh, Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, he had an impact just in the overall operation. But I think, um, and and you know, I think that we're gonna we're gonna try to get Henry uh, onto the show here, um, you know, in the next week or so, uh, to talk to him and his trainer about the work that he's putting in to get stronger and to get better. The, the typical things that 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 players do at this stage of their career. Um, he, I really believe that Henry Ruggs could take a, a step forward. Brian Edwards, who was hurt early on with a with a knee injury, the same with him. Tanner Muse, uh, who missed of last year. Uh, due to a toe injury, uh, Amik Robertson, who might see more playing time now uh, in the slot uh, after trying to make the transition in a difficult set of circumstances last year, um, is a player that you didn't really get a chance to see much of last year. He wasn't ready uh, for various reasons, making a position change in a COVID year. Uh, but but if he's on track and if this is an offseason where players can actually get in the building uh, and learn and develop. Um, uh, you you might you're gonna you're probably gonna see a completely different Amik Robertson. So, whatever this draft class is coming up to twenty twenty on twenty twenty one, add it to last year's draft class, which for various reasons didn't really get a chance to get a a, a good look at a great look at. Uh, so what might look as either you know uh, mistakes or incompletes right now, uh, by this time next year, you might be looking back and saying, yeah, that was a good draft pick uh, for Henry Ruggs. Brian Edwards is a, 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 you know, uh, an NFL caliber wide receiver and an asset in the red zone. Uh, Damon Arnett can play uh, in the NFL. So don't be shocked if that happens. It's just the typical way things work anyway. Draft picks are young. Draft picks are guys that you're developing and projecting. Uh, it doesn't always happen overnight. Give it some time, especially, you know, with these guys being behind the eight ball the way they were with COVID-19 rearing its ugly head last year. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Uh, Gangster Raider is on the line. How you doing, man? What's up, Vinny? I just want to say it's sad how um, the Trent Brown saga in it. And he had an opportunity. I think he, I want to say, I think in a few years or maybe, Maybe like a few years, a few months, he might realize the opportunity he had, and he's gonna regret, you know, messing off his time with us, because he had the rare opportunity to play in the last season in Oakland, and play in the first season in Vegas, and he could have been um a anchor on the line for years, and you know, with multiple championships with us, but instead he went out like Willie Lunch me, and he's gonna be. Uh, I don't think he's going to last in the league. I think this is probably going to be, what, if after this year, he's probably going to be another year or two in the league, then he's going to be out. And also, I do want to thank him, though, because um, do you remember that Bears game when we played the Bears in London and how he was throwing Khalil Mack around like a little rag doll? Yep. That's, I thank him for that because, you know, Khalil Mack was motivated. He probably wanted to hurt Derek Carr. 
and, and cripple our organization even more. And he didn't sniff Derek Carr, thanks to Trent Brown. So I want to thank him for that and tell him he's going to regret leaving the nation. But also, well, I want yeah, to say and you, he's definitely at a uh, you know at, at, at a crossroad. He has an opportunity. He has an opportunity that if he seizes it. Uh, he's still uh, a relatively young player. Um, if he seizes it, you know he could parlay this opportunity uh, into another into another uh, contract. I don't think anyone's ever going to yeah, get him. Yeah, but he won't. He's a fat punk. He's going to mess up his opportunity. But what I want to say is, I think um, that Gruden and Mayock, if they do continue what they're doing, I like what they're doing so far in the off season. And if they continue, and if they make smart, wise decision, and don't have another third round like we had last year, because we had three picks in the third round. The only one that panned out was Brian Edwards. Lynn Bowden Jr. ain't even on the team, and that Tanner Muse never hit the field. You see what I'm saying? And we could have got three valuable Star Wars blue-chip players still in that third round. You see what I'm saying? But if they, I like what they're doing so far, but if they be intelligent and get some wise decisions, that's why, what do you think about them bringing in the consultant, like I said before, like an older former coach like John Madden or even um, Tom Flores as a consultant, similar like Jerry West was with Golden State Warriors, when they were doing their um, championship run, what do you think? Yeah, about I'm, that? I'm not. I'm never opposed uh, to having a uh, you know a different set of eyes, a different lens uh, looking at things. Um, you know, I don't know who that w- uh, might be. Uh, it's 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 definitely a grind. And if you're going to bring somebody in, um, here's what I'll say about Jerry West: that dude is still going out to Gonzaga, <laughs> you know, on a on a cold, windy night uh, in December to go check players out. You know, um, you got to put that time in and that effort in. Jerry West has never been afraid to be where he needs to be. I, I, I tell this story, uh, when Phil Jackson took over the New York Knicks and, uh, I was talking to some people in the NBA and, you know, Phil Jackson being the president of the, uh, of, of, of the Knicks going from coach to executive, which I didn't think suited him whatsoever. Cause he's not a grinder in the way you need to be as far as that position which is going to mm-hmm. find talent, right? And exactly. so, and he had said, "I'm going to go out there beating the bushes." And and people in the NBA, he's not going to be beating any bushes. Can you imagine <laughs> Phil Jackson in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, on a on a snowy night um, in, no. in, in, in in February? No, he's not going to do that. And but Jerry West will. So if you are going to bring somebody in, it has to be somebody that's going to put the work ethic in. Yeah, that's true. All right, thanks, Vinny. You got it, brother. And uh, yeah, I you know we'll, we'll see where where it's all headed. When you mentioned Tanner Muse, uh, you know, uh, 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 gangster Raider. I mean, the guy had a had a toe injury, and uh, I I vividly remember watching him in training camp here in Henderson, and he just was the explosiveness wasn't there. Um, you know, the, uh, the the speed, the agility, and this is a guy that blew it up at the scouting combine. Uh, last year, he was a physical freak uh, at the scouting combine, and that's why um, you know he was he was a guy that was drafted as high as he was. Uh, but the the player that I saw, a didn't look right physically, and b I think was weighed down a little bit, making the move from safety to linebacker. And if you if you remember, well, you weren't necessarily there, but if you watch Tanner Muse in practice, they had him cross training at every linebacker position. That's three line, linebacker positions. It's a lot. And it's a lot for a, a guy making making a positional switch like that in the NFL, and then having to cross train at three different spots. It's going to pay off at some point. Um, you know, it's going to be his head's not going to be spinning as it was uh, last year. Uh, but but the fact of the matter is, he just looked hesitant, uh, like he was thinking too much, and then he just didn't look right physically. Well, lo and behold, he had a pretty serious toe injury uh, that ended up requiring surgery. So if you and by every 
you know, uh, all the information that I'm getting, um, he's going to be good to go uh, this year. And that's another guy. That's that's like another draft pick uh, coming into the uh, into the fold this year because Tanner Muse can play football, and um, he is somebody that should be able to make that transition. Uh, to linebacker, he's fast enough. He's he's a good enough tackler. Uh, he's definitely smart enough, um, and and so we'll see. Do not write off Tanner Muse uh, right now. It wasn't you know just one of those unfortunate situations with the toe injury that cut his his season to nothing. He he got hurt in training camp, uh, went on the injury reserve, uh, and we didn't see him again because of the surgery. So um, he's a guy that the Raiders still definitely have. Uh, high hopes for, uh, and at the very least, you know he's somebody immediately next year who is going to be an asset on special teams. That was one of the they, fe- they the Raiders' vision for Tanner Muse last year was to be a guy that got on the field ASAP uh, on special teams, and and don't ever um, discount special teams. Corey Littleton, you want to talk about Corey Littleton? He was an undrafted free agent. Uh, with the Rams. He became a special teams ace. I saw that dude block punts uh, that got, you know, uh, re- multiple times. Twi- I remember, think, if I remember correctly, he had two blocks in one game, uh, block, you know, block punts in one game. He was a guy that was just making plays out there and making a difference. Some of those plays went for touchdowns uh, on the block punts. So um, a guy that can be an asset in that area of, of the game right off the bat, like Corey was in his first year, uh, and then second year as a special teams guy, and then gradually learned he was also making a position switch uh, from from where he was in college at Washington to what the Rams ended up asking him to do. And slowly but surely, it didn't take that long. It was a couple of years, and all of a sudden you're talking about a Pro Bowl linebacker uh, who hit the ground running uh, after a couple of years of development, but, but during that development was a guy that was winning you football games uh, in special teams, a guy like Tanner Muse. Um, can follow that same kind of a path where you're developing him uh, at a new position. Maybe he gets it really early on and becomes, uh, you know, a player uh, at that position, you know, starting next year, which is essentially his rookie year. Or maybe he still needs a little bit of time, but he's not wasting it because, A, he's developing, and, B, he's helping you on special teams, which is no small thing. That's a huge part of football. Uh, You have to be strong in all three areas, offense, defense, special teams, because – you can win games uh, and lose them based on what you do on special teams. Uh, just ask the great teams because they're always winning games in all sorts of different ways. And the bad teams figure out ways to lose games, whether it's offensively, defensively, or special teams. You're in the huddle, Vinny Monsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador. to stay informed every day the las vegas review journal has your answer with seven at seven it's a streaming newscast that's full of local news and doesn't waste your time simply download the las vegas review journal app from the apple store or google play store open the app look for the seven at seven logo and click for the streaming newscast seven at seven is powered by the las vegas review journal the biggest news team in the state it's fresh non-stop news that only takes seven minutes get every bit of local news you need from the rj and lvrj.com 
William Hill Sportsbook is your home for March Mania. Back again for the 2021 Basketball Championship Tournament. William Hill's $1 million parlay card gives you the chance to win big. During the first round of the tournament, go 20 for 20 and win $1 million cash. The $1 million parlay card can be found at any of the 100-plus William Hill Nevada Sportsbooks or on the award-winning William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. New Mobile Sports app customers get a $50 deposit bonus when signing up for a new account using promo code GET50. For all the details, visit williamhill.us. That's williamhill.us. Since 1927, Volvo Cars has been designing luxury cars that put people and safety first. Now more than ever, Finley Volvo Cars encourages you to stay home and visit them online at finleyvolvo.com. There, you can access their complete inventory, fill out the four-step form, and a Finley Volvo representative can deliver your vehicle right to your driveway with a five-day return period. Volvo Cars, putting you and your family's safety first since 1927. Visit finleyvolvo.com for more information. Finley Volvo, safety first. When you buy or sell a house with Homie, everyone wins. As an official partner of our Vegas Golden Knights, we'll call it our Homie Ice Advantage. You'll save thousands because Homie agents don't charge high commissions. Your experienced local real estate agent will help you through every step of the buying or selling process. Plus, if you're selling your home because of COVID-19, Homie will waive your $3,000 listing fee. Win, win, win. Homie has your back. Text Knights to 88588 to buy or sell with Homie. Homie is an equal housing opportunity provider. Brokerage license number B1441445. Many seniors do not understand the full market value of their life insurance policy. Your life insurance policy is a personal asset. And just like a house, you can sell your policy on the open market through licensed buyers. Many seniors need more cash for retirement or even to pay emergency financial expenses. Selling your life insurance policy can be a lucrative option. If the policyholder is a senior and wishes to find out if they are eligible to stop paying premiums and receive a sizable cash payment greater than the surrender value of the policy, they should call cashinvalue.com. 1-833-3-CASH-IN. To learn more, visit cashinvalue.com or speak with their friendly specialist at 1-833-3-CASH-IN. Find out the true value of your policy. Visit cashinvalue.com or call 1-833-3-CASH-IN. Cashinvalue.com is a marketing website operated by Lotus Internet Corporation and is not a licensed provider or broker and does not represent sellers. Cashinvalue.com will refer qualified sellers to the appropriate licensed buyer. We recommend you consult your own advisors. Las Vegas, are you ready to rock? Get over to Finley Toyota right now and let us show you our VIP lineup. Roll up to your next gig with style in a new Camry or grab a new rugged Tacoma to haul your gear around. Finley has got what you need and our state-of-the-art service center and amazing customer service will have you feeling like a rock star. Visit us today or schedule an appointment at FinleyToyota.com. You want the best sleep? Get the best mattress. Tempur-Pedic, best mattress has the entire line. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with a purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. We served our country like those before us. The camaraderie is what kept me going. You know, it was a dangerous era, and all of Vietnam was dangerous. I didn't know what to expect when I got back. For the first 10 years after I got out, no one would have known that I was in the service. I got home, got married two weeks later, got a job. We came back, built lives, families, and communities, but we still had challenges. The carnage of war left an indelible mark on me. I would have intrusive thoughts. They're horrible nightmares. Services and support that can help are available for veterans. I went to the VA, talked to my doctor. I started doing groups. I started doing one-on-one -on -one counseling. 
We found ways to move past these challenges for ourselves and for our families. At MakeTheConnection.net, you can hear our stories and find tools and services available to you. The more I talk to people, family, friends, other vets, the better I feel. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Now back to your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. What up, what up, what up? Uh, Raider Nation, welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. It is a Wednesday. It's getting cold. Here in Las Vegas, looks like it's going to rain a little bit. It rained a little bit uh, earlier today, then the sun was out, but now it's cloudy again. So, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, I like weather. So, uh, so uh, a little bit of variety never hurt uh, anybody. So, uh, I'm good with it. Uh, just looking at this uh, updated free agency uh, cheat list uh, or cheat sheet but that our friend uh, over at uh, ESPN, Mike Clay, um, uh, puts together. Uh, uh, thank him for the legwork. Uh, on all this, um, you know, looking at that interior defensive line, which I think, you know, when we had Vic Tafer, um, he was talking about uh, an edge rusher maybe coming in the draft. Uh, there's definitely a, um, a group of players uh, in the draft that, uh, that, that fit that bill that probably could come in and, and, and create some heat off the edge immediately. Um, but, you know, looking at a guy like Dalvin Tomlinson um, from the New York Giants, uh, who with um, Leonard Williams, his teammate, um, getting the uh, getting the uh, 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 franchise tag by the Giants, he's off the off the board. So a guy like Dal- Dal- Dalvin Tomlinson, he's not he's not the greatest pass rusher, but he eats up space, uh, really solidifies um, as an anchor. Uh, your 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 inside uh, interior uh, and somebody that's going to help build a wall against the run. Uh, help linebackers go make plays and run fits. So uh, that's a guy that if if uh, if I'm Raider fans, Raider Nation, uh, keep an eye on that. I really like Trey Hendrickson uh, from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, is he the best against the run? No, uh, but this dude has really, really, really come on uh, as as a pass rusher. And I think you know he's at that point in his career where um, I think that he's really set himself up for a couple of really good years or, 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 you know, set himself up in a way that his best football, I should say, is, is, is now ahead of him. Um, he broke through kind of last year, uh, get a look at what, what exactly what he did um, with the Saints, but, you know, just a guy that has a nose for the quarterback, um, a guy that um, is able to create heat off of the edge, six foot four, uh, 270 pounds, very, very athletic and, and fast. Uh, last year, you're talking about a guy that had 13.5 sacks, um, 25 tackles, uh, 25 quarterback hits. Um, that's numbers that you like to see. Uh, 26 years old, uh, really put it together uh, last year. Is he going to break the bank? Probably not. Is he going to get paid? Yeah, for sure he's going to get paid. But, um, you know, that that's a guy that is on the – is headed in the right direction. Uh, he's gotten better uh, as time has gone on. Uh, last year made 15 starts. Um, the year before was in a ro- was a rotational player. Uh, started three games, played 13, had 4.5 sacks. Uh, so you kind of saw it coming. Uh, but but you know now he 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 you know plays 15 games last year and starts 15 of them. Uh, is all of a sudden now a player that 
um, is on the field more, and he responds with 13.5 sacks. I, I, I like the production. Uh, but I'm going to keep reiterating this. Uh, I really think that the Raiders, uh, obviously, it's, it's, I'm, not, I'm not giving away any secrets, but free safety is a position that they have to shore up. Uh, and just as you know, bringing in an edge rusher that can get to the quarterback, Bud Dupree comes to the mind. Leonard Floyd, um, he's a guy that uh, really turned it on with the Rams last year, kind of got, got himself back on track. I love those stories where, hey, it didn't work out for him early on. In his career with the Bears, for whatever reason, uh, he, he goes to the Rams, and next thing you know, um, he's back on track and uh, played his way into a, uh, a nice payday and uh, a better standing you know, in the NFL at his position, Melvin Ingram. Uh, guys like that that I think the, Ram, or the Raiders are going to have uh, some access to and be interested in, but I go back to that free safety position, uh, a position that I believe the Raiders have to um, – upgrade at a, at a, at, in a big way and somebody that's going to be able to come in and have a ripple effect across your secondary, whether it's in front of them with um, you know helping uh, Damon Arnett and Trayvon Mullen do their jobs better and play more confidently um, and maybe even a little bit more aggressively, knowing that you know somebody back there has their back uh, in, a, in a meaningful uh, way you know you talk you go to the NBA and you talk about playing defense in the NBA and there, there's a trust level uh, that and a confidence level that you have to have in your teammates that you know whether if I'm switching here I know that you're gonna be uh, where you need to be to compensate for that like I don't need to necessarily say it I just need you to know it and I know it and you know it and we're comfortable doing it and and let's go rock and roll and play some good defense uh, and play confident defense and aggressive defense, knowing that everybody's got each other's back. Um, John Johnson does that for your cornerbacks. Um, he's that good, uh, whether um, it's his own responsibility in pass coverage in one-on-one -on -one or in zone coverage, uh, um, you know, taking away a side of a field or being responsible, uh, you know, for, for, for a side of the field coming up as a run stopper. Uh, but somebody that gives the cornerbacks – uh, a lot of confidence. And, you know, the Rams' safeties have played well historically these last few years. They've drafted really, really well at safety. And I think that when you look at guys like Darius Williams um, and, and, and Troy uh, Hill, uh, obviously Jalen Ramsey speaks for himself, but they've gotten really good production from their cornerbacks. And if you ask me, part of that is because they also have tremendous play behind them uh, at safety. So uh, if you can get a, a John Johnson um, who can now help your your, your your cornerbacks but also help Jonathan Abram being allowing him to go do what he does best you're just putting yourself uh, in a good position and if I'm the Raiders I also think about drafting another safety uh, the safety position has become so important in so, on so many different levels uh, that I wouldn't rule out uh, drafting another safety uh, somewhere along the line and as teams have shown over the years there's depth beyond the first and second round at safety. John Johnson being a perfect example. He's a third-round pick from the Boston from Boston College. Came in and started, what, two or three games into his career. Has never looked back and is a tremendous football player. Hey, I just want to say thanks to all the callers. Thanks to Vic DeFore from uh, The Athletic uh, for sharing uh, some of his time with us. Uh, appreciate all the callers, all the insight, all the energy. Thank you so much. You're why we do this. Uh, thanks to Devon Cotton uh, over in home base, uh, making a sound and look good and uh, dealing with some technical issues earlier. My bad on that, or I should say uh, I'm blaming it on, uh, I'm going to blame it on COVID. Uh, I'm just going to go there and 
blame it on COVID and Wi-Fi and whatever the case might be. Uh, appreciate you uh, being flexible and spending three to five with us today. Uh, thank you very much. Tomorrow, we're back at, uh, back at it on our normal uh, time, 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from the Raiders facility in Henderson. Until then, thank you so much, and thank you to uh, Tequila Embajador for everything that you guys do. See you tomorrow. Last time the San Diego Gulls and Henderson Silver Knights met, there was quite a fracas. The rematch starts Sunday at 2.30 on 12.30 the game. Bell Solar and Electrical, 2020 Best of Las Vegas Gold Winner. When it comes to dependability in car batteries, no one beats Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been providing outrageously dependable starting power for over 65 years. With over 200,000 dealers nationwide, there's one near you. Just click on interstatebatteries.com. Lincoln Black Label is your invitation to a uniquely elevated automotive experience revolving around you, including pickup and delivery, premium maintenance, vehicle care, Lincoln Concierge, travel collection, and culinary collection. Finley Lincoln is here to surprise and delight you all the way through your effortless experience. Thinking Lincoln? Then think Finley Lincoln in the Valley Auto Mall, Nevada's only standalone Lincoln Black Label dealership. Hey guys, this is Vinny B with Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Nothing brings family, friends, and Raider Nation together like tequila. For me, that means the ambassador. Tequila Embajador, where you'll find perfection in every sip. Tequila Embajador brings cultures together, taste their tradition. My friends and owners, Les and Andres, have poured their hearts into developing a distinguished tequila with a commitment to excellence. Visit EmbajadorTequila.com, plug in the code in the huddle, and get a 10% discount on your next purchase. That's EmbajadorTequila.com and the code in the huddle. Hi guys, it's Andrew. If you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, there is now a breakthrough treatment that the drug companies don't want you to know about. Boost Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, clinically shown to open up and regrow blood vessels. We can now reverse erectile dysfunction without any pills. Even Cambridge University tested our technology and concluded that it is highly effective. If you're struggling with ED, call Boost Medical Clinic right now for an unprecedented offer. We'll give you the initial medical screening, exam, even the blood flow ultrasound, totally free, plus a special gift that produces instant results. If you want to regain your younger years in the bedroom, call Boost Medical Clinic in the next two minutes to qualify for this $500 offer free. 702-710-5000. That's 702-710-5000. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction. That's Boost Medical Clinic. Call now. 702-710-5000. At Finley North Volkswagen in Centennial Hills, we're offering 0% APR for up to 72 months on all remaining in-stock 2021 Tiguan, Atlas, and Atlas Sport models. That's 0% for six years. Finley True North Volkswagen in the Northwest at Centennial Hills. We put the value in Volkswagen. Exit US 95 at Ann Road, head north to Azure Drive. OACs for BW credit, $13.88 per month for $1,000 finance. Excludes prior deals, see dealer for details. Expires 331 2021. This is JT for the best meat hookup you'll ever have here in Vegas. Wholesale quality restaurant meat at meetupvegas.com. My code is JT Brick for the discount. M E A T upvegas.com.
code JT Brick. Las Vegas home values have skyrocketed and interest rates are at all time lows. That means it's time to call Nova Home Loans 877-700-NOVA. Steve Cofield, I'm telling you, you got to get your mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans. In less than 30 minutes, they'll tell you how much your house has appreciated. With that equity, improve your home, set up a pandemic relief fund, or even pay off mounting debt. I got my mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans, got money out of the house, and my monthly payment still went down over $200. Call Nova Home Loans now, 877-766-82. That's 877-700-NOVA. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights, and you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by the Ruiz Law Firm. If you're in an accident, visit lmruizlaw.com. Consultations are free. Sound off Raider Nation. Join JT the Brick weekdays from noon to 2 p.m. from the most interactive talk show in sports talk radio. We are R&R 920 AM, KRLB Las Vegas. Since 1927, Volvo Cars has been designing luxury cars that put people and safety first. Now more than ever, Finley Volvo Cars encourages you to stay home and visit them online at FinleyVolvo.com. There, you can access their complete inventory, fill out the four-step form, and a Finley Volvo representative can deliver your vehicle right to your driveway with a five-day return period. Volvo Cars, putting you and your family safety first since 1927. Visit FinleyVolvo.com for more information. Finley Volvo, safety first. Jake. T here. When you get into an accident, do you really need a lawyer? It depends. You might just need some good advice. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, check in with my friend Sam and Ash. They'll take the time to understand the details and help you figure out your best path forward. For free, no pressure, no hard sell. You just get the answers you need to get everything back on track. Call Sam and Ash 24 hours a day, 702-820-1234, or go to SamAndAshLaw.com because you deserve what's